We've all got questions about the Bible and Christianity. Some of us are Christians and want to know how best to live for God and show our love for Him. Some of us are curious about what it means to follow Jesus. And some of us are skeptical of the idea of religion in general. Whatever your background, we invite you into these conversations that strive to take an honest look at what the Bible has to say on a wide variety of subjects. Each week, we will discuss questions that have been sent in from all around the world and try to find truth and practical application in God's Word. If you have any questions or follow-up comments, contact us anytime by emailing info at broadwaycoc.com. I'm Jed Lovejoy, and these are Conversations with Dan. How's it going this morning, Jed? It's going all right. You know, today's uh, Conversations with Dan is only for men. Did you realize that? No, I didn't. Do you know why, Jed? No, why, Dan? Because we're studying dude-aronomy. <laughs> dude-aronomy, dude. Are you ready for it? I guess we have to be ready for it. <laughs> okay, now let's get real serious about it. All right, so <laughs> welcome to our conversations with Dan today. And we are going to be in Deuteronomy. dude Aronomy. <laughs> okay. I'm so excited about that. All right. <laughs> All right. So Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. That's end right. Of, end of the Torah. Yes. What What do we got in this one? All right. The, we got a lot in the it. The Greek <laughs> title of the book, which is not the original title of the book, is Deuteronomos, which is second law, a mm -hmm. second giving of the law. No. Oh. And uh, really, it's more than that. But the actual title of it is Debarim, which means words. Words. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason that's the the uh, biblical title in Hebrew is it's the first line of the book. You notice these are the words mm -hmm. Moses spoke. So the book of Deuteronomy is a sermon. Okay. It see, is Moses' last sermon. See, I have. This is kind of funny because we. In our thing about numbers, we said numbers was poorly named. It really should be called in the wilderness. That's or whatever. right, Bamid Bar. Deuteronomy, I kinda like that it has that name. I don't care. Because yes. if it was <laughs> if it was called words, I might react about words. the same as I do. You'd have numbers and then words. But if you think of that, it's like it's like Moses' last words to yeah. the people of Israel before they go. go in, see? See, there's a good title. Yeah. The last words of well, Moses. Well, these are the words Moses spoke to all Israel. Yeah, let's just use line one. <laughs> anyway, so, aside in that, from the point. In that uh, area east of the Jordan, which was called Moab, or Moab, mm -hmm. and uh, it's in the plains of Moab, which in Numbers 22, verse 1, the people arrive in the plains of Moab, right. and there they camp, and they're still there, and Moses starts to rehearse all the things that God has done with them, and um, he starts out there in, in chapter 1, about verse 19, telling them about the spies that were sent out and when they were supposed to take the land in Numbers 13 and 14. And right. Verse 26, read Numbers 1, I mean Deuteronomy 1, 26 there for us. All right. It says, Yet you would not go up, but rebelled against the command of the Lord your God. And you murmured in your tents and said, Because the Lord hated us, he has brought us out of the land of Egypt to give us into the hands of the Amorites to destroy us. All right, and then drop down to 34 and 35. 
Then he says, and then the Lord heard your words and was angered and he swore. Talking about one of their rebellions again. Mm -hmm. Not one of these men of this evil generation will see the good land that I swore to give you to your fathers. Except for those two. Yeah, for Caleb, the son of Jephthah, and then Joshua. All right, and so he rehearses all that, and he rehearses their wilderness wanderings, and then he goes up to about Numbers 21 or 22 and says how he started to defeat some of the kings that barred their way. Yeah. When you get over to chapter 4, you have one of the one of the thematic phrases that occurs throughout um, uh, Deuteronomy. Read 4, 1, and 2 there for us. Yeah. And now, O Israel, listen to the statutes and the rules that I am teaching you, and do them, that you may live and go in to take possession of the land that the Lord your God of, the fa- of your fathers is giving to you. You shall not add to the words that I command you, nor take from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Lord and your God that I command you. All right, your ESV says, listen, Israel, or something. But, of Mm -hmm. course, the traditional translation, and actually what the Hebrew says, Shama Yisrael, hear, O Israel. Mm. Listen, Israel. And this is Moses' appeal for the people not to be hard-hearted, but to listen to what he's trying to tell them. Yeah. And um, he repeats this phrase numerous times through the book, Hear, O Israel, hear, O Israel, hear, O Israel. Right. And one of the phrases that comes up there in the passage you read, um, so that you may live and go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you. There's mm-hmm. there's a whole lot in Deuteronomy about the land the Lord your God is giving you yeah. and the effects that their behavior will have on whether they're able to live in the land which the Lord your God right. is giving you. So as he comes up here to um, chapter, go ahead. So I was going to say, which skip to the end of the book. It's kind of foreshadowing. And he goes, which you probably won't for a yeah, while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you go to chapter six, we have the passage that's called the Shema. Right. And if you'll start with verse three and read down through verse nine, that's that's key material about the book. So read that for us. Okay. So chapter six, three through nine. Hear therefore, O Israel, and be careful to do them, that it may go well with you, and that you may multiply greatly, as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has promised you in a land flowing with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words that I command you shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and you shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. All right, and you'll notice in that hero Israel is in verse 3, again in verse Mm -hmm. 4. Also in verse 3, be careful to obey so that it may go well with you and that you may increase in the land. Right. And if you uh, drop down, for example, uh, to verse 18, read verse 18 and see that same idea repeated. Yeah. You shall do what is right and good in the sight of the Lord, that it may go well with you and that you may go in and take possession of the good land that the Lord swore to give to your fathers. All right. So that that phrase, listen, Israel, do these things that it Mm -hmm. may go well with you and you may live in the land. You might remember from our discussion of the Ten Commandments, one of those commandments, honor your father and mother, that it may go well with you and you may live long in the land. See, that, that 
mantra is repeated over and over and over mm. in the book of Deuteronomy. Uh, chapter 7, he talks about driving the inhabitants out, the idolaters out, making no treaties with them. Right. And uh, <clears throat> then uh, look at chapter 8, verse 1, just to pick up one of our themes again. Okay. He says, The whole commandment that I command you today, you shall be careful to do, that you may live and multiply and go in to possess the land that the Lord swore to your fathers. All right. So again, the... The, the whether or not they do what the Lord wants them to do mm -hmm. is, is the deciding factor of whether they'll be able to live in the land and stay in the land and yeah. all the above. So all right. a big portion of it seems to be not only hear my words, but live them out. Yeah, live them out if you want to be able to live in the land. Yeah. See, there's consequences if you don't live them out and if you do live them out. Sure. All right. Now, another thematic phrase in the book comes up at chapter 8, verse 11, where he says, mm -hmm. Be careful that you do not forget mm -hmm. the Lord your God. Uh, throughout the sermon in Deuteronomy, he reminds them of mistakes that they made in the, in the wilderness wanderings. Yep. <laughs> and, and he repeatedly says, Beware that you do not forget. Yeah. Don't forget that so you won't make the same mistakes because like we talked about in numbers this is kind of the new group like the old group has died off this is the new group and that's right don't repeat the same thing again yeah take a look at chapter uh, 9 verse 7 read mm -hmm. that one uh, 9 7 remember and do not forget how you provoked the Lord your God to wrath in the wilderness from the day you came out of the land of Egypt until you came into this place you have been rebellious against the Lord all right again he repeats this numerous times in the book, but he says, remember and do not forget. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's interesting that these very same incidents from the book of Numbers that you're supposed to remember and not forget, those are the same incidents that are brought up in the New Testament by Paul, for example, in 1 Corinthians. Yeah. So this theology of Deuteronomy plays out even in the teaching of the apostles in the New Testament. Look how oh, yeah. God behaved here when you did this. Don't forget. Yeah. Remember that that's the way it is. So another thing um, that comes up uh, a bunch of times, of course, okay. uh, it's all about entering into the land. And um, in chapter 13, Alrighty. going along with the idea that you must drive out the uh, inhabitants of the land, we have this phrase, um, put away the evil that is among you. Hmm. Uh, in chapter 13, 1 through 5, he's talking about false prophets, idolatrous pagan prophets, and mm -hmm. how you're supposed to deal with them. Pick yeah. up at verse 5 and read just verse 5. It's a long verse. Yeah. But that prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has taught rebellion against the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you out of the house of slavery to make you leave the way in which the Lord your God commanded you to walk. So you shall purge the evil from your midst. All right. Now, if you if you look at that phrase, purge the evil from your midst, mm -hmm. uh, go on over to chapter 17. Okay. And he talks about worshiping uh, other mm -hmm. gods and, and uh, people that do these things. Drop down to verse 7. Okay. Uh, he says, the hand of the witness shall be first against him to put him to death, and afterwards the hand of all the people. So shall you purge the evil from your midst. All right, purge the evil from your midst. If mm -hmm. you uh, go over into chapter 18, there's all kinds of detestable mm -hmm. practices mentioned. Go over to chapter uh, 20, 
uh, 1, go down to uh, verse 21, that's talking about the rebellious son who refuses to do God's will and his parents. Read verse 21. Yeah, and then all the men of the city shall stone him to death with stones. So shall you purge the evil from your midst. Now see, in, in preaching, when you're really driving a point home, you come back to that mm. repeatedly. Yeah. And Moses in this sermon, beware, listen, O Israel, um, do these things so that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Yeah. Beware lest you forget. Mm-hmm. And then he says, purge the evil from among you. Don't let it infect you. Uh, go down to chapter 22, verse uh, 20. One, okay. 21, it's a long verse too. It's about uh, an adulterer or an, an unfaithful virgin. Okay. Verse 22, 21, 21, 22, 21, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Then they shall bring out the young woman to the door of her father's uh, house, and the men of her city shall stone her to death with stones, because she has done an outrageous thing in Israel by whoring in her father. What have you had me to read? By whoring in her father's in the house. Bible. So you shall purge the evil from your midst. Read the last uh, phrase in verse 24. 24 says... And then you shall bring them both out to the gate of the city. You shall stone them to death. This happens a lot in Deuteronomy. The young women, because she did not cry for help, though she was in the city. The men, because he violated his neighbor's wife. So you shall purge the evil from your midst. That is a mantra that keeps coming and coming and coming in the book of Deuteronomy. And the point is, if you go into this pagan land... And instead of doing God's will, if you allow the evil to stay all around you and tempt you Mm. and even allow your own people to live in this evil, it will infect you and you will be you will be punished for it. So purge the evil from among you. Because, I mean, let's be honest, you read these sort of things and you go, oh, my goodness, there's a lot about stoning people to death in this. That just shows how serious God was about keeping his people pure. Mm. And again, I think it's always important to go back to, it's not just, oh, they made a bad choice. Oh, they did something that wasn't the best thing to do. It's like, it's an offense directly to God. Yes. So are our sins today. Yeah. And so... I don't think that necessarily makes it easier to swallow. No. It just makes it more... It's the Bible. Yes. But, But... In the New Testament, what's interesting to me is when Paul writes to the Corinthians, mm-hmm. this repeated phrase from the book of Deuteronomy mm-hmm. is the end of 1 Corinthians chapter 5, when the guy was living with his father's wife and they mm-hmm. wouldn't do anything yeah. about it. Yeah. He says, so then purge the evil from among you. He's quoting mm. Moses' mantra I wonder where he got from it. Deuteronomy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and again, these principles that are in the book of Deuteronomy about how important it is in a relationship with God to to try to do the will of God and, and submit to God. And if you do that, it will go well with you. And, yeah. and God will bless you and you'll live long in the land. And if yeah. you don't, then the evil will affect you. So purge the evil. Um, another thing that is interesting about Deuteronomy, when you go to the end of the book, okay, go to chapter uh, 27 and 28 because... Here we have what's called the blessings and the curses. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting that in in the book of Joshua, when it says that Joshua read the law of God in the presence of all the people of Israel in the promised land, he said all the way through the blessings and the curses, which come at the end of the book of Deuteronomy. Right. Okay. And in chapter 27, they stand on these two mountains and the people in between and, and, 
And they say, like, look at verse 15. Cursed is the man who does this. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of that verse, all the people, thousands of them shout, Amen. Amen. And then cursed is the man who dishonors his father or mother. And all the people shout. Can you imagine 600,000 men and women and children shouting amen at the same time? Yeah. That must have been a big amen. I think so. But that means we agree. So be it. Right. Okay. Cursed, cursed, cursed. Then you, they all agree to that. Yeah. And then you get down to verse, uh, chapter 28, verse 1, and he talks about the blessings if you do God's will. Sure. Look at 28, 1 and 2 there. Okay. He says, And if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all of his commandments that I command you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you obey the voice of the Lord your God. You just do what the Lord wants you to do. He'll bless you. And then mm. verse 3, 4, 5, blessed in this way. Oh, yeah. You'll be blessed in that way. You'll be blessed in that way. Right. But then if you drop down to verse 15. Uh-huh. Then he says, but if you will not obey the voice of the Lord your God or be careful to do all of his commandments and his statutes that I've commanded you today, then all of these curses shall come upon you and overtake you. A blessing is when God does something good to you. Yeah. A curse, now get this right, a curse is when God punishes you. God does something to you because you're disobeying him. That is a curse. Okay. We think of curses as human. Hmm. A blessing comes from God. Yeah. A curse comes from God. Mm. Okay. You don't like that. No, I know. I don't care if we do or not. And so (laughs) in the rest of verse uh, chapter 28, he itemizes all the things that might happen to Israel if they're unfaithful. Yeah. And if you read the rest of the Old Testament, everything in Deuteronomy 28 comes true in the later part of the history of Israel because they forsook the Lord and rebelled against him. Right. And even in Daniel's prayer, in Daniel chapter mm. 9, where he pours out his soul and confesses the sins of yeah. the people, he says, it's because mm-hmm. these curses have come upon us, like you said, yeah. in the law of Moses. Yeah, because so, you warned us this would happen. So, and... you know, many people, they, they read, they skip Deuteronomy or they poo-poo Deuteronomy and say, I don't like that book. But the theology in Deuteronomy. Yeah runs throughout the rest of the Bible. Well, and I think that we're so used to that, kind of that core central line, the the Shema, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and And that is another repeated phrase in here. Yeah, and it's all these things where he's saying, curse you if you don't do this, or bless you if you do this, still go back to, did you give him your heart? Did you give him your soul? Absolutely. Did you give him your strength, your duties? Your Yes, and and in in this book, we didn't look at him, but there's numerous times where he says, if you will serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Yeah. If you will obey the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. So I'm glad you brought that up because that phrase out of the Shema is another one that occurs throughout as one of the mantras. Yeah. And we see it repeated over and over in the New Testament. You yeah, know. Jesus repeated it. Yeah. Jesus was big on the book of Deuteronomy. He did a lot of blessing and cursing. When <laughs> Jesus was in the wilderness, you know, uh, mm-hmm. And Satan was tempting him. Yeah. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, dude. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Deuteronomy is really an important book in the Bible. It's not just for 
dudes. And <laughs> it, it's not just for dudes, but it does tell us Moses was pouring out his heart in this sermon mm. to the people that were of the new generation, trying to beg and plead with them to learn from the history of Israel in the past, yeah. to serve the Lord with all their hearts and all their souls, so that it may go well with you. In other words, so that yeah. the Lord might bless you, yeah. and you may live long in the land which the Lord your God gives you. And it will make you look different than the people around you. Yeah, and right before we quit here, go to Deuteronomy okay. 31. Okay. And let's read 24 through 27. All right. This is what they did when Moses finished writing this. Moses is mm -hmm. about to climb up the mountain and die. Yeah, he'll get his glimpse and be done. Yeah. When, when Moses had finished writing the words of this law in the book to the very end, Moses commanded the Levites who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord Take this book of the law, put it by the side of the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God, that it may be there for a witness against you. For I know how rebellious and stubborn you are. Behold, even today, while I am yet alive with you, you have been rebellious against the Lord. How much more after my death? Assemble to me all the elders of your tribe and your officers, that I may speak these words in their ear and call heaven and earth to witness against them. For I know that after my death you will surely act corruptly and turn aside from the way that I have commanded you. And in the days to come evil will befall you because you will do what is evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger through the work of your hands. All right, several several things here, but but one of them is in verse 26. You know they're gonna they're gonna copy this book of Deuteronomy and the Torah, mm -hmm. the Torah, the whole Torah. When he's done with it, they're gonna put it at the Ark of the Covenant, which is the most holy place in all of Israel, that it may be there for a witness against you. Yeah. And in the law, it says that periodically the priests were to take out the law and were to read it again sure. to the people. And they would hear that same sermon again. You know, hear, mm -hmm. O Israel, yeah. beware lest you forget. Do the Lord's will so that it may go well with you. Serve him with all your heart and your soul. You'll be blessed if you do this. You'll be cursed if you do that. What a great thing for for them to hear over and over again, yeah. and us too. Yeah, and these were the things that they were literally supposed to memorize and write in their house, write on their doorpost, write yes. literally on themselves sort of thing. Yes, and and we, we need those same truths. God is a God of love. God wanted to give them that land, but but they needed to know the God that they were dealing mm. with, and they needed to know how their relationship with God mm -hmm. was intimately and forever connected to their well-being. Yeah. And though we may not follow the law of Moses today, right. the same truths hold into the New Testament and the New Covenant of we still have blessings and curses under this right. new covenant. The New Testament quotes like crazy and refers like crazy to the book of Deuteronomy. So it's maybe and worth giving another book. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe. Okay, All dude. Right. I know. So we went a little long. It's a bigger book, you know, but it there's is. a lot in it. Yep. So thanks again for being with us. We hope to see you again next week. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to these weekly conversations between myself and Dr. Dan Owen. Conversations with Dan is an outreach and teaching ministry of the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, Kentucky. You can find us online through most of the major social media sites or through our website, broadwaycoc.com.